your number one source for election coverage and analysis. This is Gerard at Large. It is 18 minutes before the hour here on the Gerard at Large radio show. And thanks to Josh, we're back on track. (laughs) Uh, This interview brought to us by Jewel Music Venue Manchester, which is presenting Tusk, the ultimate Fleetwood Mac tribute band, on their new stage this uh, on Friday, September 22nd. For a night of music you won't forget, authentic sounding and always respectful Tusk leaves no stone unturned in replicating the sounds of one of the world's best-loved, top-selling bands. For ticket info, please visit JewelNH.com. That's JewelNH.com. Seating is limited. Joining us now is Ward 11 candidate for Alderman a former alderman and school board member himself in the ward, Russ Willett. Russ, good morning. Welcome back to the Draw Large Radio Show. Well, thank you, Rich. Thanks for having me. Good morning, everybody in the uh, listening audience. and um, The large excited. and loyal listening exactly. audience. Exactly. Uh, and I'm excited to be here this morning. <laughs> good. So, Russ, uh, you first called in as a candidate uh, quite on your own after filing when we were discussing the city election. You shared some of your thoughts then. Uh, I I can see by my trips through the ward that uh, you have been campaigning. I see your signs uh, up. I'm sure you you told people that you were going to be going door to door and that this was going to be an active campaign for you, unlike the one that you ran uh, last time. So tell us, um, how many doors have you hit in uh, Ward 11? And uh, what are the voters there telling you about the state of the city? Well, um, the doors that I've hit, um, I haven't hit, obviously, as many as I like because I want to uh, really uh, ramp up the campaign after the primary because a lot of of people weren't really paying attention. Labor Day came. Now people pay attention. Yeah, that's Um, true. That's generally generally the way it is um, uh, in in – Local politics around around here, um, and but people are really talking about taxes. They're talking about crime, and of course, they're talking about um, trust in in their elected officials. So there are some people who are arguing that the um, which call it. How do I put it? The uh, the conflict of interest thing is a, a red herring, a non issue. I don't know if you saw Ward Two Alderman. Uh, uh, Ron Ludwig's rant at the last board meeting after Ward 5 Alderman Sapienza uh, refused to vote on a contract that covered his son. But um, Ludwig said that politicians who are using it to attack their opponents are wrong, that they're not telling the truth, that it's just all politically motivated and a red herring issue. Uh, what are you finding people in Ward 11 are saying since Norm Gamash has twice now uh, on multiple occasions, but on uh, on two issues, it violated the charter. He voted for the teacher's contract, which covered his daughter, and he's voted on multiple fire contracts, which cover his son. Um, first of all, I would say, regardless of whether you uh, are in favor or, or opposed to the contract, that is not at issue. Um, what at issue is is public trust. And um, on both occasions, the alderman... Uh, that, that were previously mentioned, were um, told by the city solicitor that there was a conflict of interest, that they should not have been voting. And I think that, you know, Rich, people are saying that, you know, this is what's wrong with politics today, that people that, um, look at politicians and um, they, they, they can't be, they're not, they're not trustworthy. This is why folks don't get involved. This is why folks don't vote in the primaries and they vote and 
vote, don't vote in the in the local elections because they feel their voice isn't heard and they feel that they they really have you know no representation. And I, I'm here to say that that's absolutely false. That that's you know you can make change and you can make change at at the ballot box. But in terms of uh, people voting for for raises, in terms of uh, the conflict of interest that that, that Alderman Goodmarsh obviously has. Um, people are very upset about that. Um, they're, they're not really talking about whether or not, you know, races for, for, for the firefighters. They're, they're, just, they're just sick and tired of uh, nepotism uh, in the city. They're sick and tired of um, people getting elected and just doing uh, whatever they want. And, and the charter is there for a reason. And you were a charter commissioner. You mm-hmm. understand, you know, how important it is to follow the charter. That's our checks and balance. If if we're not following it, then where's the checks and balance? There's no there's no um, there's no way to hold their feet to the fire, which I think is uh, um, uh, very very it's it's kind of sad because people don't they don't you know they're, they're they're so upset it's it's not it's it's unbelievable. Well, I've we are, seen it like this. We are with Ward Eleven uh, Aldermanic candidate Russ Willett primary this Tuesday. Russ, you've said that people are talking about crime and they're talking about taxes. Those, of course, are are, are perennial general kind of issues. Are people just generally saying taxes are too high and crime is too bad, or are they pointing to specifics like they don't like the tax cap being overridden twice, or they're really worried about the heroin epidemic or the opioid crisis in the city? What, is it a general complaint that you're getting, or is it specifics? And if so, what are the specifics people are complaining about? I think that people are complaining about gen- generalities. I don't think that they're, in terms of crime, they're not really complaining about um, one issue over another. They just they just want to feel safe within their neighborhoods, and um, you know, and believe me, I I believe that you know the police uh, the police department, in, in 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 particular Chief Willard, is doing a great job in 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 in, in making great strides in in. Um, with 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 the quality of life in our neighborhoods, and, and I think that we need to uh, we need to you know um, be more forceful in that area, more supportive of of, of the police chief in, in terms of what he wants to do. I think that uh, that doesn't mean to give him carte blanche and everything he wants to do. He, you know, he's he's held accountable as well. Um, and and in terms of the taxes, Rich, I talked to somebody um, the other night, and um, he's up visiting his sister from from Florida. He had a he had a residence up here in Manchester. He also had a residence down there in Florida. Um, it got to the point where he had to make a decision on because of the taxes, um, which which residence to keep, and um, he chose the less expensive route, obviously, to uh, keep keep the house in Florida. And um, now he only lives he lives here while he's visiting his sister uh, a few months out of the year. And I think that um, it's it's we need to start learning to live within our means because. We can't continue down this road of um, this Yager Decker study that has, um, in my my opinion, is on the verge of bankrupting the city. Okay. Um, and and I think that uh, overriding the tax cap to pay salaries um, is is not what the override was was uh, was designed to do. So you're opposed to overriding the tax cap for. Absolutely, uh, salary. Absolutely, contracts. that's it. And 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 I know you were referring to the uh, 
to the uh, questions in the new leader, and yep. you'll read that in a day or two. But um, oh, if you'd like to answer them, if you'd like to answer them now, feel free. It's you know, it's your time to talk to to, to yeah. your constituents. Well, again, you know, if we want to talk about that, let's talk about the sanctuary cities. I think that yep. um, that is absolutely um, ridiculous. Right. If we if we if we become a sanctuary city, um, not only obviously for the for the crime issue, but you know, we just don't have the services to uh, to, to support such a thing. And in, in, in well, city. yeah, it, We're not it set seems up to me it. though that there, there there's a dishonest uh, sort of presentation that people who support sanctuary city status are putting forward, and that is. Oh well, we want we want uh, people who um, are here illegally. They call them undocumented, um, you know, to, to to report crime when they see it or to be witnesses to help the police solve crime. And I think we all want that. But that's what Manchester Police does now. If you come forward and you're not legal, uh, and, and and you know you haven't gotten in any trouble, they're not saying, okay, well, thanks for the tip. Here's your you know here's your ticket to the ICE detention center. They're not doing that, but they are taking criminals who are illegal and they are turning them over to ICE. And I think they understand that they'll need others who are here illegally, who have information to prosecute crimes to come forward, and they're not going to penalize them for that. On a practical level, I'm okay with that. Um, and I'm assuming that you're okay with the status quo and how the Manchester Police Department is, is handling that issue currently, which is turning the bad guys over to ICE and not penalizing the people who come forward. Uh, for helping them do it, yeah. I mean, that's probably the only the only um, scenario I would see. You know, look, you you, you come from uh, well, we all come from immigrant families, and and you know, ours ours came from you know from Canada, and and they did it. You know, they had to learn the language before they came, and they they the yeah. uh, the 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 the, uh, the male figure uh, mostly came down first, had to work here for months, establish himself uh, a residence, and they they did it legally, and and the financial wherewithal to bring the family it, it, over exactly, yeah. and and it took my um, great grandfather. Eight and a half years to do that, yeah. and they came from Albania, right? And 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 it's 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 not it's it's not a situation. I think that you know uh, there, there is a, there is a process, and there's mm-hmm. a reason there's a process, and it, it needs to be, be to be followed. And if you know now coming in the in the uh, 21st century, if it's not applicable, then then it needs to be changed through through the. Uh, through the legislative process, but um, you know we, we we have laws in in, in place and in, in for a reason, and, and they need to be they need to be upheld. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't support um, you know uh, uh, the sanctuary city issue. Um, I don't support uh, um, you know um, us turning a blind eye in the in the event um, there's but there's you know it's not a perfect system. And and we have to make some 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 exceptions in terms of if somebody needs to come over come come forward to uh, to report a, uh, a a crime that that, that you know then they should be uh, afforded some some sort of protection there. Right. But that's probably the only thing I could say. Yeah, well, and that's what's been done. And on a practical level, I can understand why the police feel like they have to do that. And like I said on a practical level, I'm okay with it. On other levels, I have some challenges. But you know, in local government, we often have to uh, deal with the practicality of what people's ideas are and are not because we're the ones who've got to make it work on a day-to-day basis right whether it's picking up the trash or um <laughs> or picking up the criminals <laughs> it, yeah, it exactly. is what is what it is all right so russ um uh, what do you think uh, some of the you know the the, the so uh the t- back on the the pay raise thing they mm-hmm. override the tax app so the police contract the fire contract teachers contract these are all contracts that are going to be coming forward in the uh, in the next term, what are your thoughts on what pay raises should or shouldn't be granted? What are the parameters that you, as an alderman, are going to use to determine 
whether or not you will vote in favor of or against a labor union contract. Well, again, Rich, I think that we have to we have to be a city that that has to come back to uh, learning to live within within our means. I was picking my, you know, it's kind of funny because I was thinking about this the other day when I was I was picking my my fantasy draft football team, <laughs> and the reason why I and the reason why it came to mind is you get a certain amount of of dollars and every player is 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 allotted. So if you pick Rob Gronkowski, he's worth nine thousand five hundred dollars. Right. So you have a budget to live within. And I thought to myself, boy, this border, this current border mayor in Alderman would never be able to be able to do that because they can't override that salary cap. Um, so I, I thought it was it was a, kind of a, a funny, um, a funny uh, analogy. But um, I think we need to learn to live within our means. I believe um, wholeheartedly that our, our our employees work hard for the city. I believe we have the best employees um, in the country. We have the I believe we have the best police officers in the country, the best firefighters in the country, the best teachers in the country, yada yada. And all that being said, however, um, we need to live within our means, and that that does mean that if you know um, if 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 we're going to pay. And, and attract people to come to Manchester, then maybe we need to maybe start learning how to restructure some departments to be able to afford us to do that. Okay. Um, the firefighters, uh, for instance. Um, Jim Roy came up with a plan, um, probably I think it was in his first term, first or second term. I, I remember that, and that earned him the, un, the everlasting condemnation and ire of the firemen who tried to launch him from office and failed miserably at the next election. Exactly, but you know what? Um, that, I believe, is the only department that has not restructured um, since, God, I don't know, probably since, the 70s. Since, since Mayor Wazorek said you don't need nine uh, district chiefs, and we brought them down to six, and oh, believe it or not, the place didn't implode, and now they're down to five. Exactly, and you know mm-hmm. the, the the police department have re, they have restructured yep. under under Chief Mara. Um, the school department used to have um, three as, assistant superintendents and, and and a director of student services. They've restructured. So uh, with the times, you have you have to re- restructure, and maybe it's time to revisit to revisit that. Let's you know cut some fat on the top so we can get more gr- more boots on the ground, and I think that's what. Jim was talking about, and maybe you know it might be time to revisit that plan, or at least maybe um, take a look at at, at how they're um, how they're operating over there. Um, you know, that's just that's just one way to do it. If you know, you, you, it's got to be a give and take because I think that we're at the point where um, it's 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 very difficult. And I know you know. L- listen, you know, say what say what you want about Mayor Gatzis. I've worked with Mayor Gatzis. I've worked with uh, uh, four mayors, and um, he believes in he truly believes in in the employees of this city and um i just heard the oh you know the big the big the big sigh <laughs> yeah but but you know what i, I actually if believe, he believed believe in us that. he'd give us the pay raises we wanted well the thing is he would if he had the means to do it right he doesn't <laughs> and um <laughs> you know so he he i tell you what he is not making the popular decisions he's making responsible decisions um in that office and it's not always popular and you know you've worked in the mayor's office uh, well, before. yes yes i have and 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 um, i can also know. tell you as a parent that the uh, popular decision is often the wrong one yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it yeah. comes to your kids yeah yeah and 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 it's 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 time we need to again live within our means and um you know we can do this but we you know we, ha- we there's some difficult choices that have to be made um so it's uh, it's 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 a really really um 
difficult situation, and and, and it's you know it's going to be a, a balancing act, and and who is going to be able to do that and 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 not you know cower to the special interest. Now, Russ, I know you're pretty plugged in with your neighborhood. We don't have time really to ask you sort of what the top neighborhood concerns are because we're up against the top of the hour, but. I'm sure you'll want to help uh, plug the Rimmon Heights Association's uh, Bazaar, which is Saturday. You're a former president of that organization. Yes, I am. I, I'm actually, I told, the, I told the group I'd be mentioning it today, Saturday, this Saturday at Northwest Elementary from 9 to 3. It's basically a, um, a craft fair. The police department will be there on hand with the horses, and uh, we'll have some things for the kids as well. But, um, you know, if you, you know, especially you, um, uh, um, Yard sailors, uh, come on by. Admission is free. We don't charge it. We're not charging admission. Come on by Northwest Elementary School. You might pick up some really good deals there, and you'll be supporting the cause of uh, the Rumen Heights Neighborhood Watch Group. Which is uh, really more of a neighborhood association for exactly. all the work that it does over a pretty broad area. All right. Russ will let candidate for alderman in Manchester Ward 11. Is there a way that people can reach you, a Facebook page, a website, a telephone number, so if they want to ask you questions or get involved, they can do it? Well, for the first time, Rich, I do have a Facebook page. It's uh, Russ Willette for Ward 11 Alderman. Um, so I, I've been getting some really good responses on that. Um, my phone number is area code 603-661-0903. P- please feel free to call. I'm very excited and happy to be endorsed by the union leader for the first time in my political career, and I'm very humbled by that. I think it's uh, it's it, it, and it shows that, uh, you know, uh, things change in your life and, and, and uh, things change in the way you, the way you view things as well so uh but I'm, I'm very excited to be running i'm asking for the support of the voters award 11 and um, i thank you rich for the opportunity to come in here well, russ thanks for coming in and uh sorry folks but we got to go straight to the uh station id and the news russ uh we'll see you on election day thanks rich all right